Okay, welcome back, friends, to Watch Closely. It's a weekly show where we take a closer look at the world of movies, television, and what's streaming. I'm your host, Jason, and this week we have uh, only Twitter questions. We're going to answer all the questions we could possibly find. We're going to scour the internet, as they say, and find the best and the brightest. So it should be a fun time. But this week, my esteemed co-host, as always, a man who knows the biggest risk is not taking any risk at all. Ernie, how are you doing? Hello, hello. And I'm doing well, my friend. Uh, How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Uh, I'm excited to get into the Twitter questions today. Same, dude. I, I know, uh, you know, the last episode we did, we only had like two. And I know we had a whole ton of them. But I were like, oh, maybe it's running a little too long. But yeah, let us know, actually, at Watchful Tweets on Twitter, if you guys like the Twitter segment. Like, if you guys wanted to add more to it, we will, you know. But, you know, we're kind of just testing the waters. And that's why this episode is coming out. And I'm really excited. I love talking random things, as you guys know probably already if you've been listening to the cast this long <laughs> uh so yeah I'm, I'm, I'm ready to get into it yeah me as well dude i was like you know what let's just do a whole week like let's just do all twitter questions so i'm excited to get into it ernie you want to you want to set it up or you want to do the first one or what you what you think what you think i don't know i mean you can you can go ahead i go go ahead and set it up i i feel like i feel like i want your guidance today <laughs> <laughs> okay so these are in no particular order this is just like how we found them um so the first one is from at Poyos Hernandi. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, Poyos Hernandi. <laughs> Underscore Hernandi. <laughs> Mr. Hernandi says, so we all agree that 838 Wanda's a mutant, right? And this is like a spoiler if you haven't seen. Well, I guess we're going to talk some spoilers for uh, WandaVision, I would say. A WandaVision. Uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. But he's referring to they introduced different universes and they they started labeling them. So. 838 is, I think it's our universe, right? I believe. I thought we were 6-something. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah, I might be wrong. I think we're 616 and they're 838, I believe. Um, So he's basically asking because uh, we saw Professor X, right? So that's a confirmation of mutants in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And so he's saying, like, this means that in that universe that Wanda's a mutant, right? And I think possibly... I don't know. I wanted to ask you because I was I was curious what you think. Do you think that that version of her yeah. is? I I mean honestly, yeah, probably. I mean, in this university, like you said, Charles Xavier exists. So would Magneto, right? And I, if I'm not mistaken, Magneto is the dad of Wanda and Quicksilver. No, they are the twins. I know he's Quicksilver's dad, but I don't. I, I think he might be Wanda's as well in the comic but i gotta i gotta double check i mean if you guys know please uh you know obviously correct us i don't want to you know you know speak on this that much but if if in fact that is true then yeah she's a mutant and it's kind of cool because i mean we kind of i guess in certain ways we have but we haven't gotten a mutant right we haven't gotten a person that wasn't created by something i mean like we you know like wanda and quicksilver in the movie age of ultron they're created by the uh infinity stone and uh we haven't gotten someone that's just created i think we might have we might have gotten a mutant no not yet magneto in the comics is the father of quicksilver and wanda so because we see xavier it leads to think that that world has mutants in it so she would be a mutant i think so i think that's my guess like it's not confirmed but that's kind of what it's implying right yeah no yeah yeah Sometimes I feel like it, everything is just so jumbled with the Marvel stuff right now that I'm like, what is a mutant now? Because you're like, well, what it, what, what, what is, is it that they're created by two people, or is it like, is Spider Man art like the Spider Man we know? Is he a mutant because he was mutated into a spider with that the genes of the spider or whatever? You, like he's mutated, right? We would say. So wouldn't oh. he be a mutant as well? That that's why I said it. I might be wrong. Again, you guys can correct us, but... That's true, right? Yeah, it's interesting. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I don't know. Spider-Man never gets grouped into the mutant category, right? Like, he's just Spider-Man. But it, that I think that's what it would be. But It's a good question, though. I would say yes. I would I would agree with Hernandi. Uh, good question. What What do you guys think? Do you guys agree with us, or do you guys think that... It was it was just another version of Wanda that had the magic. She wasn't actually a mutant. But yeah, let us know in the Twitters if uh, you agree. But great question. Uh, next question comes from CEO of Corey at Corey's Verse. They ask, 
Does this mean... Okay, so they post a clip or a little shot of Wanda. This is also another Wanda question. Is When Wanda's trapped in the the mirror universe and Dr. Strange, Dr. Strange traps her in the mirror dimension. And then she comes out like she finds a, finds a way out and she comes out through like the reflection of the, I think the gong, right? She comes out and she's like contorting and like yeah, 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 all this weird stuff. But he notices that all the like scars on her face and her arms and everything is, is well, his question is, does this mean Wanda is immortal? Cause you can see her body being quite literally torn apart as her chaos magic constantly repairs it. So that got me thinking like, like, could we, like, if that's possible, can she just restore herself like for anything? Like if, you know, she got burned or she got, you know, ripped apart, like, could she just grow new parts of her? Like, is there no killing her? I don't know the comics well enough to say, but I know she's like supposed to be one of the most powerful Marvel characters, right? Yeah. yeah. She was supposed to be, a being that brought either great destruction or she'd end up ruling the universe in one way or another. Or this is the multiverse, right? It's like Yeah, yeah, she would have taken over the whole multiverse, yeah. Yeah, so I think you're right, Corey. I think she is probably immortal, which makes me think, <laughs> I know, spoiler about the end of the movie, I don't think she's dead because if she's repairing herself like that, a, a pile of rocks is not going to... I mean, it was technically a whole mountain that fell on her, but I don't think she's dead. Do you think she's dead, Ernie? I don't think so. I mean, I mean, I, you know, you said she's immortal or whatever, and and yeah, possibly she can be, but I feel that, you know, she's getting repaired. I think it takes time. I think it, I think the book is what gave her the extra power to repair herself. The fact that the book is destroyed and also now that whole building thing is, maybe now she's not. You know what I mean? I think that's where she got the power. I don't think she had, you know, she's strong, obviously. And I mean, without that book, she's not as as strong. Because if you guys recall Avengers Infinity War, when she's fighting uh, against uh, Thanos' children or whatever they're called, you know, she takes a beating like pretty bad. And, you know, even though she is the powerful Avenger, the mo- one of the most, like it, it was the book that really gave her the oomph to actually be able to do most of the things that she ended up accomplishing um yeah but i don't know in endgame bro remember in endgame she goes toe-to-toe with thanos and she almost beats him if if he had not said like what is it like rain fire or whatever like yeah but it's like she could have beat him. why okay then why should why didn't she do it beforehand like why were the children of thanos like beating her up so bad you know what i mean if thanos is more powerful than they are Altogether, does that make sense? It's like, kind of like it's kind of like this weird thing because like, you were saying that she could be the powerful ray of the multiverse and you know rule it all, but like, could she have? What about Kang? You know what I mean? I think like, she could defeat Kang. Yeah, I think. Well, that's what Wong see, was that, saying. It was like it was like a prophecy, right? Like it was like written. Yeah, but see, like that's the thing with the new phase is like, who is the big baddie now? You know what I mean? Like. Who is that one character that's going to be able to, you know, accomplish what Thanos was trying to do? You know what I mean? Like, what is that next? I think we mean you had discussed this, but I don't think it's her. I think we think it's her because we were seeing how she is and how powerful she had gotten. But I don't think she's going to end up being as powerful as the character that ends up being a thing. I think they're going to bring out more characters. Like, I had read a, a section of, of, uh, of Secret Wars or... Civil War Two or whatever, like the one of the comics, and they end up having a kid named Angel or something like that, and I think he's even more powerful because they start uh, to add like Celestials and all. But, uh, but I I don't recall. So like again, you guys got to double check this. But Wanda's at least as powerful as Wolverine, right? Because Wolverine can heal himself. He can never die yeah. from like battle. Yeah, you're right. Kind of like Deadpool, right? He can't die. He just kind of regrows himself. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but like. I don't know, man. I like I. I don't. I haven't read those comics to actually get into it because I know the adamantium that's in Logan is killing him slowly, which is making his regenerative abilities kind of go away. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. There's so many plot holes, but like, kind of, you know, we don't know enough to like really answer the question like wholeheartedly, but. I don't think she's, I, like, you know, maybe she could be immortal, but I honestly don't think she is. I think mm. the book is helping her, you know, 
be that powerful. If she didn't have any of that, then she she's dead. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I wanted to ask you another question that's not written in the Twitters, but I but I don't think we asked it in our review of it was, do you think Wanda is redeemable at this point? Do you think that she's a redeemable character or she's like completely villain after that movie? I mean, it depends on how they write her off or write her back in. Cause the way she ended it, it, she's supposed to be like a hero, I guess, but she just killed herself or those, those things in every other dimension or I mean, uh, multiverse, sorry. Yeah, but for for you, I, I don't know. I yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, no, I know. I'm just like thinking, it, like in terms of like everything that went down. No, I, I don't. Honestly, I don't think so. And it sucks because, like you said, I think you had said before. Like, I think a lot of kids like were loving this character and you know seeing what she was. But then again, you like maybe she's an antihero, right? Like maybe she can be like the venom of the MCU, like of what we see, right? Not like the Sony kind of universe but i don't know man i i don't think so just because of everything she did like you know she's you know she fixed everything she did but it's like how many countless of lives did she take you know right. what i mean just controlling the a whole town yeah. yeah yeah so it's like does the good she did outweigh all the bad she did i don't know right. i don't think so what about you i mean i agree with you with like i feel like she's gotten to the point where it's really about her mind like is she sincerely like does she legitimately turn her path towards uh, good or does she still walk that line because she right now she has too much power right she's well I, I know they were saying like the dark hold had a hold of her and she wasn't thinking clearly but she still made those choices regardless of the influence i don't think she was like under a spell i think it was conscious what she was doing i mean i didn't like that she turned evil in the first place i would have liked to keep her as a hero because i felt like a lot of people liked her as a hero and the way they're kind of <laughs> it's like why are you picking on Wanda in the writing? Yeah. I don't know. I If they were to try and redeem her, they'd have to do quite a bit, right? They'd have to do quite a bit to like justify it in the minds of, because right now I'm thinking, no, like I think she, she did enough damage that she's a villain. Just my thoughts. But yeah, the question is for you guys again, do you guys think that Wanda is redeemable? Let us know on Twitter because I'm very curious to hear what you guys think. Cause like, I think both of us are kind of like, no, at this point, but great question. Our next question comes from at lags underscore jokers. Um, and they ask, what's the most underrated movie in your opinion? Ernie, I'm going to throw it to you. What's the most underrated movie in your opinion? And I, I think I've said this before, and, and it might not be, you know, but Tron Legacy. I've always felt that that movie didn't get its due diligence. Like, I don't think people, I'm sure people saw it, but I don't think enough people saw it. And i freaking love that movie it's such a great movie like i like the story i like everything about it. the music is so good the score and they they like they got daft punk which is uh dude i'm so sad that because they're making tron legacy i mean tron 3 and uh, i think uh it's gonna star jason's favorite jason and i's favorite uh jared leto <laughs> and uh you know so yeah daft punk is you know obviously they broke up if you guys didn't know you know now and it sucks because like they're not going to be in the next movie, and I was uh, such such a miss, bro. Unless they did it before they broke up, but I highly doubt it. Um, but yeah, dude, the music, and and then they they like you know they did, the Daft Punk came out with the you know the whole soundtrack, and then they came out with another soundtrack that was like the recon what was it uh reconfigured? I don't recall what the the next album is, but it's a remix of all the songs that they did like End of the Line and and just mm -hmm. oh so 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 well done. And the whole vibe and everything. And I know certain, you know, scenes here and there are kind of a little, you know, a little weird. But I thought they did a great job, you know, introducing you into this world. You know, the costume design and the lights and everything. And, uh, you know, everything that Jeff Bridges says is, is really sweet. When he's, he's like, I'm bio-digital jazz, man. Like, all that cool stuff. Like, I, I, I honestly really enjoy that movie. I love it. I've bought it. I think I purchased that movie like three times. I bought a DVD, Blu-ray, and then I also bought it uh, digital. And I do not regret those purchases. Like, that's how much I really love this movie. And I feel like, like again, like, not enough people know or talk about it. I'm sure there is, but just not, I, I just never see it. What about, what, what, do you, what, do you, what about you? I read somewhere that Joseph Kosinski, I think is his name, he directed A Tron Legacy and Oblivion. 
both really well shot, really beautiful movies. But I think the script, as far as like the, I mean, it's, Tron Legacy is a cool story, but the not as many people saw it, right? And I think it was having to do with like the story, or I mean, it's probably the CG and s- certain things. But we're always um, on the same team. That part, <laughs> we're always <laughs> on the same team. Yeah. <laughs> It was a good. I mean, it was good. It, it just had its its shortcomings. But I feel like uh, Tom Cruise like saw him and was like, "You should direct <laughs> Top Gun." Mavericks and I feel like this is like one where he's getting really good writing really good cinematography everything's like coming together because it's getting really good reviews right like people are saying it's a really good movie so I'm excited dude because I I liked Tron Legacy as well and um, Oblivion I thought was it was really well done but I I didn't like the story as much so hopefully this is a really good movie um, but yeah, as, yeah, you know it's funny that you mentioned Joseph you know before you get into it oh, sure, I know sure. him also from a short that he did uh, Gears of War little short where it, it was the mad world i don't know if you remember that trailer where it's like mad world. oh really oh that's cool I didn't yeah he that. did that he directed that i remember that's why I, when i because i was telling you i was like I, I i know him i know him from a lot like a few little things here and there i always forget i i always i don't have a good memory for everything but i, I remember hearing his name i was like oh that's the guy i remember that too mad world's um, for my most underrated movie, I was thinking about it and actually we had a conversation on Twitter with at Lulu four, seven, five, eight. And we were talking about animated um, movies and they recommended Prince of Egypt. Like they were asking, have you ever seen Prince of Egypt? And I was like, oh yeah, dude, that's a classic. And I was thinking, man, that's actually really underrated. That one and uh, Titan AE and Treasure Planet, dude, those three animated movies are really, they're all favorites of mine, but Oh, man, I, I don't think those guys get enough praise for like how much work went into those. Titan AE is kind of a little more of an anime. I don't know if you've seen that one, Ernie. I have, yeah, a long time ago. I do not remember it, dude, to be honest with you. But uh, those are great choices because I feel like those was, those are those movies that kind of like fell on the wayside a little bit. Like you don't really hear about them a lot. Um, yeah. But you know what's funny is that you mentioned Prince of Egypt. I just saw a TikTok <laughs> I'm sorry, I gotta go a little rant. It's this lady. She just she she just had her newborn, and there's a scene where she puts him in the basket. Do you remember this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the song she sings, she's singing that and doing it with her newborn, and she's telling her husband, "Record it, record it, record it, do like this." It is. I've been waiting my whole life to do this solo. Let's get it right. Hush now, my baby. Beast. Man, I just want to sing with her. No, this, with you. Take it up with DreamWorks. It's a solo. It's so funny, bro. I ended up going back on YouTube and looking it up, and I'm like, yes, I do remember this movie. It is a classic, and Diana loved that movie. My wife, she loved that movie, dude. Uh, she knows the songs really well, but yeah. Really well done, really well animated. It was really good. But yeah, thank you for, for that, at Lulu7458, for the recommendation, because that's a good one. The other one that came to my head, just just to uh, like call it out as an audible mention, the Planet of the Apes trilogy, bro. Like like all three of them, Rise, Dawn, and War. Those are such good, well done movies, and they don't get enough praise as far as like the CG that went into it, like that motion capture, Andy Circus, bro, with the, like the all his groundbreaking stuff, dude. Those are great. I I want to go back and rewatch them, but I haven't had a chance to in a while, but. Now they're good movies. I I feel the same way with Prometheus. Yeah, that's uh, every true. time I there's this there's this specific trailer where it's um I always forget his name. He comes out in Iron Man three. He's the main villain. He's he calls himself the Mandarin, but he's not the Mandarin. Obviously, um, there's this trailer of it's like a clip or something, and it's in he's a he's a in 19 BC the year of our Lord, and he's like talking about this whole thing. Uh, you know, the, the, the upgrading of man. And I, every time I see that scene, I'm like, dude, I got to watch this movie. Yeah, it's Guy Pierce. It's Guy Pierce, thank you. But he's older, right? He's aged like an yeah, old yeah, man. He's yeah, he's aged, yeah. We are now three months into the year of our Lord, 2023. At this moment in our civilization, we can create cybernetic individuals who, in just a few short years, will be completely indistinguishable from us. But the way he speaks, dude, if you guys don't know, go 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 look that up. I, it's like a clip trailer or something, but he's a, a 19. He's like doing a TED talk, I think, or something. And he's like, yeah, he's a 19 BC, he's in the year of our Lord, something, something. And it's like, dude, I was thinking about Prometheus the other day, and I, I'm sad that we never got more story from like the mains from that. She leaves with the cyborg's head, right? It's a uh, freaking Michael Fassbender's head, but uh, yeah, I think his name uh, is Dave. 
Yeah, Dave was the cyborg. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Naomi Rapace played Elizabeth Shaw. The end of the movie is they like went off in search for trying to find out where the architects were actually from, right? Like the place where they sent that ship or whatever they found on that island. I was like, I wanted to see where the story went. Like it looked like such a cool, I don't know. I, I liked the movie and then it kind of just like got really bad panned reviews and nobody, like so they kind of dropped it and then they made that horrible, what was it, alien resurrection or vengeance or something. The one where it's like a, just a little clip of the alien that shows up. Was it? I don't even remember. The next I, alien I movie. It was really bad. Oh, Prey. You mean the new one? I don't even. I, alien I, Covenant? I freaking forgot. Yeah, I think you're right. I think, yeah, it's Covenant. Where the alien just kind of shows up at the end. It was unsatisfying. I didn't like it. I don't even remember this movie. I know I saw it for sure, but yeah, I don't recall. So I'm sure something was not good about it. Like Prometheus was solid for me. You know what right. I mean? And I, you're right. Like, I, I did want to see where the story went. And uh, maybe maybe they did it, but it just didn't It didn't hit. stick at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It didn't stick the landing. Uh, but, yeah. But, yeah. Good question. Thank you, uh, Lags underscore, underscore Jokers, for the question. Uh, do you guys have an underrated movie that you would want us to talk about? Let us know on Twitter. As always, we love hearing your, your conversations and your thoughts on these um our next question actually comes from us i posted this question so the question is if you were to cast aragorn today who would you cast for lord of the rings like say they were gonna make an a lord of the rings now yeah who would you want to cast as aragorn uh this isn't tough bro because there is no uh like it is only vigo mortensen <laughs> yeah it's 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 tough like he's just so perfect like for the role like I, it's funny you know i always say this is funny because this is very true for some reason on my youtube page i was just watching interviews of Viggo mortensen during lord of the rings and like the press tour and that guy speaks like a whole ton of languages that like why he like speaks oh, wow. spanish and other it's cr- like go look that up dude he's pretty good at it and i'm like geez louise like oh that's cool what yeah what can't this guy do and then people make fun of his run in the movie <laughs> you know how he runs all sweet. Uh dude, that that guy, yeah, he he was just he fit the role so well. If I had to choose one, and, and you know, this one's a little bit, you know, because I just saw him. I feel like I kind of want to see how he does this in a more serious way, I guess. Would be uh, Alexander Scott Skazgard or Skazgard. I'm not sure if I'm saying that correctly. Oh, from uh, Northman? From Northman, yeah. Great movie, by the way. But yeah, I, like I kinda wanna see how he plays Aragon, like, because he, you know, he's very serious, you know, uh, uh, of an actor when he can be, like in the Northman. But I think, you know, he's a very goofy dude. Like, you know, if you watch his interviews, he's a, I think he started as a comedian in Zoolander as Mikis. If, if you guys don't know that, now you know. But yeah, know. so, yeah, so he, uh, yeah, so I kind of want to see how he kind of plays it off. I would see him, but honestly, I don't want anyone else but our Beagle uh, Morrison to be quite frank. But uh, what about you? So, Walking Dead, the highlight for, for me, one of the characters was Andrew Lincoln, who plays the main... Uh, uh, oh, I know what that. you're talking about, but I, yeah, yeah. I feel like he he led the series with that gravitas that you need to play uh, Aragorn. But honestly, like, Michael Fassbender could do it. Like, if we wanted to cast him again, like, I know he's he's done a lot of stuff already, but that guy would be sweet, bro. Like, imagine him growing, like, a nice, sweet beard and, like... Yeah, 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 yeah. I could see him do it. But yeah, sorry, it's a tough question. <laughs> I just want to get your thoughts on that one. I mean, no, no, it's it, it's it's only a tough question because you know we're so attached to that character, like you said. But you can definitely see other people definitely doing it, and it it might work. It just it might not. Like we don't know, right? Yeah, like alternate universe casting. Okay, so our next question comes from at uh, Talent Scout, I think. It's replying to a Tiff underscore Net. I guess Tiff is the one who asked the question. Tiff underscore net asks, what's your favorite food scene in a movie? I think I know mine. Ernie, do you, do please you share, please. The one that sticks out to me the most is probably chef with the grilled cheese. I know a lot of people probably say that, but that grilled cheese looks so delicious at the end of that sequence. I really wanted that grilled cheese. It had like multiple layers of cheese, had the perfect crust on it. Just looks so delicious, bro. <laughs> or ratatouille. When the rat makes ratatouille at the end, 
such a sweet sequence. Those are two probably my favorite food scenes in a movie. What about you? So, uh, you know, there's so many moments in in cinema where they just show some really good food. Obviously, I'm, I told you guys, uh, or if you guys don't know, I am Mexican. Um, an American, obviously. I was born here. But you don't say. My mother's Mexican, and she, and I don't say. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and my mother, me and her, like one of the things that we would like to do, sorry, I'm going to go a little story. What me and my mother would like to do is we used to like watching novellas, right? And uh, I would always be with her. Like we're we're really close, and so I'd watch this novella with her. And I, I forget what this novella is called. I think it's called either Sortilegio de Amar, or it's called uh, Gaviota or something like that. It has something to do with some like guy that falls in love with this like lady. And there's like different variations. There's like one where they sell coffee, one where they sell tequila. But he, you know, he he he's he's in love with this lady that he meets in the field or whatever. I think this is the other one. I might be wrong, but it's this guy named Eduardo <laughs> Ñañez, dude, is his name. And he makes conchitas. You know what conchitas are, right? That sweet Mexican bread. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's real tasty. And in the novella, he's like all sweaty and he's making it fresh in this like stone oven and stuff, dude. And I just remember, dude, being like, dude, that looks freaking delicious. And then, you know, he pulls it out of the thing all warm and then he bites it. And the way he does it, it's like, oh, dude, I just remember seeing that. <laughs> and I was like... That I saw that years ago, bro. Still, and the reason that's why I brought it back up because <laughs> it's still, still to this mind. day I still <laughs> think of that because I I will never recreate that. Like I don't think I'll ever get like I've gotten conchitas and I'm like, oh okay, they're good and and, and you know, but they never look like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know I always I mean? get them like like the end of the day or like the next yeah, yeah. day. You know, they're never like fresh like that. They're never fresh, dude. <laughs> and I'm sure we can go. I'm sure there's places. I'm sure someone. Who is like of Latin descent here? They're gonna be like, oh no, yeah, you can get them at the bakery or something. I'm sure there is. I just we I've never gone to do so. And and dude, it, the way it looks, it makes my mouth water right now. <laughs> <laughs> dude, we had to find a place. I feel like we have to recreate that moment. Like, yeah, but you, you gotta you get guys me all know sweaty of a place. And, and buff too. Dude, he was like, he had no shirt on, so we'll do that as well. Oh, that's why it's seared into your brain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, you flick too hard. <laughs> you flick too hard, dang it. Um, great question. Thank you. Thank you, Tiff. If you guys know of a place that Ernie's describing that makes like fresh, those fresh Mexican breads, let us know. Cause that would be awesome. Especially if it's like somewhere in like Southern California area. Could probably make the trip out. I don't know. There's a lot of foodies out there that maybe make handmade stuff. That'd be really cool. Let us know, guys. The next question comes from at Tigerhood Man with two N's. And they ask, which or who had a better run so far this year, DC or Marvel? So this year we've had the Batman. We've had the Peacemaker. Those are both DC. And then we've had Moon Knight and Doctor Strange. Is that it? Is there any other stuff that's come out? I think so. If we had to go off of those, Ernie, what would you say? Who's having the better run so far this year? Oh, wait. Did did we get Spider-Man No Way Home this year as well? Am I wrong? Uh, let me let me look. Yeah, look at that one up. I think it was this year. I might be wrong, but oh no, we got it in December last year. Oh, you're right. So that there you go. So it's only been those four. Honestly, okay. So you know, to answer the question, I mean, I love both. I you know, it does you know, I've watched all of the stuff, but for some reason, I I I really enjoyed what DC had to drop this year. I think Marvel has way more substance with their content like they have a little bit more than dc that that you know that's actually good uh like moon knight was actually was pretty good you know i like dr strange and all that but like i really i think if i had to choose between that i think the batman and peacemaker alone just make dc much better for me in my opinion like i love those things that had come out and it was this year so I'm surprised I didn't know Peacemaker came out this year. I keep forgetting. Like, there's so many things that happened throughout this year that it's just like, wow. It's, uh, we're already like what in the? Uh, um, we're almost going to be like halfway through the year. Next month is halfway, yeah. Which is nuts to say, dude. Yeah, so I, I I say DC for me, but I love Marvel. You know, I'm obviously honorable mention. I think I kind of agree with you, bro. Like, I really didn't think I was gonna like Peacemaker, but if you put Peacemaker up against Moon Knight. Like the first four episodes of Moon Knight were solid. Like they were some of the best television I've seen like in a long time. Really, really good. 
Peacemaker was consistently like I wanted to watch the next episode. Like as soon as it dropped, I was like, oh, it's Peacemaker Day. Like my wife was all excited to watch it. She got really into it. I didn't think I was going to be into it, but the way it was written and it was so funny. And I think it was the tone that it set. And gosh, darn it. They made you feel for Peacemaker, (laughs) even though I really didn't want to like him. Like you felt bad for him and you're like, oh, he's just a misunderstood guy. Yeah, he was well written, right? Everything was it was really good. Yeah, it was so well written. And I feel like the Batman was solid as well. I really don't know if I want to go back and rewatch the Batman. I know you've watched it three or four times. I have. But I felt like the the first in the theater was good, but it's such a long movie. Maybe I could put it on and watch scenes, but to sit there and watch a whole another three hours of it, it's just such a brooding movie. I liked it. I feel like You're like, nah, disagree. You son of a you know, <laughs> The freaking, the, the, the cop. No, I, you know, yeah, no, no. I mean, you're more than welcome to your opinion. I still enjoyed it this, the next, like, few times that I saw it. It is definitely really dark, but it's just, ah, dude, it, I don't know what it is. It just does that really well. No, when I watch it in the theater, it was great. Like it sets the tone. Like you're totally sucked into it for the whole movie. Like it flies by. Uh, the three hours just really flies by. But it's just so moody and so heavy. And it's so like, it's not depressing, but it is kind of depressing because everything's so dark. And it's just tonally dark, right? Like I would much rather watch Multiverse just because of the tone. That's the type of tone I usually go towards. But as far as like what's a better movie, the Batman's a better movie. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's like scenes in Doctor Strange that are better than scenes in the Batman. But overall, I would say the Batman's a better movie. So you got a better movie for Batman, in my opinion. And then you got a better overall show for with Peacemaker. Moon Knight was fantastic, but the end just kind of fizzled out for me. I was like, ugh. I don't know. Moon Knight, I think it's funny because I would say the better made shows or the better made content has been DC, but the better, like the more rewatchability has been <laughs> Dr. Strange and Moon Knight. Like I would feel okay rewatching these episodes. And I actually did rewatch a few episodes of Moon Knight before the next one came out. So I'm, I'm kind of with you, bro. I feel like DC's turned out some quality. We didn't even talk about like the actual, like, like Batwoman and like legends and like stuff like that. Like that whole side of DC, like the, I don't know if the flash or anything. I don't watch Usually, I don't usually watch that stuff, but if you saw it, do you have any other thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I, I saw The Flash. I, I haven't caught up to the next season, so I don't know if I could speak on that, but I love The Flash, dude. I know it doesn't, you know, has its its uh, misses here and there, but I, I really enjoy it. I mean, I, I like Grant Gustin. Uh, I think he does a great job, and I like, you know, I like the way they, you know, they set up the story. I know, obviously, it's like the flavor of the week. Sometimes with, you know, not the flavor of the week, but it's like the flavor of the season, I guess you would say. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it works for me, but that's the kind of content I want to consume uh, for this character in particular, The Flash. So I don't know. I like it. I Yeah, honestly, I think DC overall for me right now just kind of like is taking the lead. Uh, but then again, like this isn't, you know, making it look like Marvel isn't doing anything great. Like 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 Jason said, like, all their stuff is really solid, but it's just, I guess we've had so much of the same kind of stuff in Marvel that it's nice to see something a little different. Like, I know Batman is really dark and, you know, it is this and that, but it it's just a, such a take on Batman that I hadn't seen in, in a while in the perspective that, you know, Matt Reeves took and all that stuff. And, and I like that. I'm sure other people are going to be like, no, he did it in this or it's in this. And I'm like, yeah, I guess, but not to me. This is like a different Batman and I, I freaking loved everything I saw. And as for Peacemaker, like definitely it was, it was a sleeper hit. It was one of those things where like Jason said, we didn't want to like this guy. And it was just like, he was so well written. And I felt like his whole season was just much better than most of the Marvel stuff that just came out. I feel yeah. like they, they fell short more than, than, than Peacemaker had. I mean, I think Marvel, you know, they'll catch up. I think there's a lot of cool stuff coming out this, this year still. You know, we got She-Hulk, Miss Marvel. I don't know if you're worried about that, but uh, I'm a little worried about their slate, but uh, we'll see. Which actually leads us into the next question. Um, at, at Scott, the trooper says, genuine question. Why couldn't Marvel just have painted Tatiana Maslany green and made her look taller in relationship to everyone else? That sort of thing worked fine in Lord of the Rings, no? 
Why did Marvel have to make a She-Hulk all CG character? What do you think about that, Ernie? I mean, it, it possibly, it, it, I feel like it could be because it's saving them time and effort. You know what I mean? It's just very, it's probably much easier to have her be CG than have her be like put in a certain position. I think with the, with, you know, the Lord of the Rings, the way they filmed everything just worked because they had to do like the props and, you know, everything, but it, it took more time, I assume. And I don't think for a show of this caliber, I'm not speaking ill because a lot of people love She-Hulk. I think She-Hulk is great, but you know what I mean? I don't think, I don't think that she is like, like a character that people are going to like, you know, like Disney is like, let's invest everything into it. You know what I mean? At least for now, because no one really knows this character. Not everyone does, right? I mean, they might have considered it, like, they might have come up in conversation, like, when they're first doing pre-production. But maybe what they're doing, like, we, the trailer, sure. Like, we could have done that easily in the trailer, right? There's nothing really in the trailer that couldn't have been done with that camera work. But we don't know the entirety of the series, like, the amount of stuff she's going to do as far as yeah. the fighting and that type of stuff. There might have been scenes that are actually, you know, coming up that's just like, there's no way we could do that with trick camera, like, you know, shots. Like, how are you going to do that? You're just going to have to do it all CG. So they're like, well, we got to make the CG anyway. Might as well do it to the level of, you know, just using her. That's probably what they thought. Like everything now, as far as Marvel, it's it's rushed, right? Like they have to stick to the timeline in a lot of these. Yeah. yeah, Not like the Batman where he took his sweet time on the Batman, right? No, yeah, I agree. I, I feel like, yeah, you're right. Like, I think that they're, you know, they're on a time crunch for a lot of the things that are coming out. And after seeing the CGI, I was like, oh, well, the CGI is not that great. I can live with it, right? I, it's fine. It's whatever. It's not like the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. There's worse stuff out there. I honestly am more worried about the writing uh, and, like, mm. to see what they go based on. Because, like, if you see the trailer, like, I, I liked it and I enjoyed it. I like what they were trying to do. But there's just like these little things here and there that just kind of like bug me. And I didn't mention it, I think, when we previously had talked about the trailer. Like, like there's like this thing where she's like, oh, I'm not a superhero. Superheroes for like orphan or some orphans and like narcissists and all that. And I'm like, you're literally talking crap about like these heroes that gave their lives. Iron Man, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, freaking. Yeah, that's true. And I was like, that's so disrespectful. And I'm, I'm sure, like, people are like, ha yeah. And I'm like, nah, that, like, that is not right. Like, come on. Like, I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. That's but then true. Again, but then again, it's like, could it be that this is before something? I don't know, actually. Well, I don't know, because cause it's Professor Hulk and, and, you know, he doesn't have his broken arm. I don't know. There's a lot of little things. I don't know when this is taking place, but I just didn't like that. I was like, I'm like who is she to be saying that? And, like... And then, like, and then they do that, that whole stupid trope with, like, the friend. We need shots over here. And it's like, okay, she has good friends. Like, oh, yeah, they're, like, friends are here for shots. And, like, I'm, the writing just throwing me off a little bit, honestly. I really hope this does well, and I hope it surprises me. But, yeah, I just, you know what I mean? Like, read between the lines with the things that they say in the trailers, and you're kind of like, uh. Yeah, that's true. I You brought up some stuff that I didn't even think about in the writing. That could, the thing I, I have hope for, I would say, is uh, Tatiana Maslany herself. I know she's she's a solid actress. I know we haven't seen her in a lot of stuff, but the stuff I've seen her in, she's done a really good job. And she's she's likable on screen. Like, I know even my wife was like, I know her from somewhere. Like, she's she's got a presence that you remember. And I feel like, dude, the thing I didn't bring up in our trailer when we we're talking about the trailer review, her her roar in when she transforms into the Hulk, I was like, oh, that's a solid roar. Like she was just like, like she got all into it. And I was like, I hope her just her acting saves it. Like even if the writing is a little terrible, we can forgive her because of her performance. Just the same way as like Oscar Isaac did for Moon Knight. Like he did such a good job on Moon Knight. I'm hoping they're putting really good actors in these roles to kind of make up for any sort of dialogue shortcomings. Hopefully. Yeah, no, you're, you're right. I mean, th- that's the thing, though, is Moon Knight uh, wasn't the best well-written, you know, hero, but the performance of Oscar Isaac just helped that show. Like, it boosted that so much that it just it made it so much better. And, and, and you're right. Like, I don't know. It just, I, like, I have, like, that question is, like, could the actor be that good that it helps the show? Like, 
Like, Moon Knight wasn't the worst thing. It was okay, you know, like, this little story wasn't the best. But it's like, what if, like, She-Hulk is just uh, so terrible that even how good she is doesn't <laughs> save it? I don't know, man. We'll see. Like, I'm still optimistic. about. I'm always optimistic about these things. I'm going to check it out. Like, what? it doesn't hurt me to watch it. Maybe, you know, I lose some time or whatever. But whatever. Time's a construct. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, it's funny. It To me, it seemed aimed more towards women as far as the writing. But my wife saw the trailer. She's like, eh. She was a little lukewarm on it. She wasn't all that excited about it. So it's interesting. I'm really curious about the next trailer. Hopefully the next trailer does a little more. Because, dude, the Thor trailer sold me. We should talk about that if, if it comes up in the questions. But You should put that one next, honestly. Was there a question? Let me see. Yeah, it's oh, the gore. The gore one. In the oh, old. I see. I see it. Uh, at another Marvel guy, or another Marvel G is his at. But uh, what if gore had head tails? I think either version looks good, to be honest, but let me know your thoughts. So uh, what he's saying is, so in, in the second trailer we got for Thor Love and Thunder, we got a couple seconds of a Christian Bale playing Gore the God Butcher. And this is like straight out of the comics. Like a lot of people know about him, but he's different, right? He's He was more of an alien creature in the comics, but here he's just kind of painted white and he's got a cool like, shawl like a robe thing and he's got the sword and so people did what they do you know they took to twitter and they did some photoshop and they put some like alien like tails on him and like took the nose off of him and made him try to look make make him more look like the alien that you see in the comics so ernie what do you think when you see these do you like this better or do you like what you saw in the trailer i mean i don't know the character you know from the comics or anything like that this is my first time actually hearing about him I like the way he looked in the trailer. I thought it looked really sweet. Like, uh, I mean, I like, again, I don't have no reference to the original creation, but yeah, I thought it looked really neat. I mean, uh, I, I don't know. The little tentacles look kind of honestly really weird. Like, it bugs me. <laughs> like, I can't notice anything else but those darn tentacles and I'm, or those stupid ponytail, whatever the, that's called. I, I don't like that, honestly. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Yeah, same. I don't. I don't like it either. I feel like... I bet they tried it and just taking off the nose looks so much like Lord Voldemort that if you were to put that in the trailer, that's immediately what everybody would see. They'd be like, oh, look, it's Lord Voldemort. So they just left it like give us give us his performance, right? Like just give us his face so we can see his full performance. And I think it's fine, bro. Like, I don't, I'm not attached to that character. I know some people are like, oh, man, he's got to look like this. But I think he's just supposed to be a normal guy. Like not somebody special, right? That just takes it upon himself that he just wants to destroy all these gods. Like they need to be taken down. And I, I like that, that he's just kind of a normal, simple looking dude. Let, let, let's talk about Thor Love and Thunder real quick. Kids, get to popcorn now. Let me tell you the story of the space Viking, Thor Odinson. He was no ordinary man. He was a god. After saving planet Earth for the 500th time, Thor set off on a new journey. Well, he got in shape. He went from dead bod to god bod. And after all that, he reclaimed his title as the one and only Thor. Oh, spoke too soon. Jane? The old ex-girlfriend. What's it been like? Three, four years? <laughs> Eight years, seven months, and six days. Give or take. Am I uh, sensing feelings? <laughs> well, you're right. <laughs> the only ones who gods care about is themselves. So this is my vow. All gods will die. Dude, there's so much cool things in this trailer as far as like the visuals, how they're playing with black and white and like the tone of it. Dude, I really what do you think of the trailer overall when you saw it? I really liked it. Dude, I, I really enjoyed the trailer. I think it was way better than the teaser. I mean, the teaser that we got was, you know, solid and I got and, and you know, I enjoyed it, but it it didn't get me as excited as I am now. Uh, I can honestly say that I think uh seeing the God Butcher and being able to see Christian Bale, I think was one 
was a big plus because like I was like, anticipating a, you know, we kind of saw him. I think there was like leaked images of him, but I kind of wanted to see what he was about. And I love like there's like the scene where he's like bleeding from his mouth and he says, I think I might say this wrong, but he goes, you, he's like, you're not like other gods. You stand for something. I forget what it said, what he says. something like that. And I'm like, like, what's going on here? Like, what is this? Like, I, I don't know why that just that scene resonated with me a little bit more than anything that and like the little they're holding fingers, you know, that's that's pretty cute. It's just like these little things. I, I really, you know, again, the only thing that's bothering me is the writing again, because I heard uh, uh, this is like I think uh, Chris Hemsworth is saying this is like this movie is uh, passing the torch. So giving it to Natalie Portman to be the next Thor, and I it bugs me because like now we're not gonna get Chris Hemsworth, and this isn't for us anymore. You know, and I keep saying that, but <laughs> maybe it is for us. I don't know. Maybe because I like Jane Foster or Natalie Portman playing her, so I, I'm curious to see how she plays Thor. But it's like I don't want her to be Thor. I want her to be Jane Foster, the the mighty Jane Foster, and leave Thor. Out, you know, it's just I don't know. I don't like that, but I'm sure they'll they'll do a great job. It's like Taika Waititi does. You know, he did a Ragnarok. That was a great movie. The The trailer writing for me seemed pretty solid. Like the whole, like, it went from dad bod to god bod. Get your popcorn out. Like, I, I felt like the, the writing was not terrible. The thing that bothers me, I don't want... I The, the whole trailer, they're teasing that uh, that Thor has still has feelings for Jane. And I don't really want them to end up together. Like, I kind of... Like, I feel like she had her chance i don't know i kind of want thor to be that lone viking that kind of gets to travel around but i he's had so much like he's had so much like horrible things happen to him throughout the course of these last 10 years it's like he's lost a lot of people he's never really had like a solid family and stuff like that so i kind of i could see if they do it like i could see the justification there but i just felt like jane was like like i almost would rather him end up with like valkyrie but i know valkyrie is like you know, she's doing her own thing. She likes the, the throne and like they don't really have that much chemistry That's together. That's funny. I, I wanted him to end up with Lady Sif. You remember her from Thor One? Yeah. See, that seemed like it would make sense. I always wanted him to be with her and uh Didn't she uh, die in the know, second one or No, one? she's she, I think she's still alive, if I'm not mistaken. I don't remember. I haven't seen Dark World in a bit. I think I was watch I was gonna watch it but I didn't finish it. But she should have been a thing. And uh, you know, she comes out on Loki a little bit and that's when yeah. I remembered. I think it again. I was like, "Well, dude, she should have been Thor's wife. She should have a bigger yeah. role." Yeah. yeah, she was so good. See that? That's so, they see that. Sorry, you know, I'm, uh, before we move on, see that's a character that that's built. Like, okay, she she's a she's a powerful, empowered woman that is able to like take on like a bunch of people. Like, that's why. That's what I want. That's what I want. Yeah. And and they, and they took that away, dude. They didn't even. Uh, <laughs> They didn't even consider it. Yeah, I know. I, I, I know what you mean. There's a couple things in the trailer that hint at, and I could be, it could make me really excited if it turns out to be true, but that hint at him possibly going to the Citadel at the end, end of time because there's a background shot when he's talking to Jane and it looks like the same type of rainbow sky that we see at the Citadel. And I was like, imagine if he's going, like imagine if he figures out where Loki is and he heads that direction. I oh man. I yeah, that, the, I saw that. I saw that on Twitter that like everyone's like maybe he's gonna go to he's gonna go find Loki, but like how did he get a like when that there's a Loki alive, you know what I mean? That's what I'm trying to figure out. You know what I mean? Like how did I, he figure out that Loki's alive? Yeah, because mm. I know there's multiverse and maybe he knows about it, but I I don't think Thor has mentioned it or has said it or you know, there's like a thing. So like he has to know that the the Loki that survived survived but how you right. know what i mean like unless like that that little jumping point where everything changed you know how they I maybe know, gore knows maybe so gore convoluted knows. and possibly but because he is a god killer he's like i gotta kill loki he's a god he's like i'm going after your brother and but go, like, but loki <gasps> isn't a god alive. is he loki's not a god he's the god of mischief yeah no but he was a uh He's the ice people. I forget what they're called right now. The ice elf? No. Um, oh, but he was only half of it, wasn't he? No, but I don't. no, he is that. But he ended up like when, you know, uh, uh, o- Odin's son, when he took yeah. him, it, it changed his skin. But he's still that. He's not a god. Oh. You know, he just learned to do magic and all that from his mother. I don't know. Well, they call him the god of mischief. I don't know. 
we'd have to see how it all works in, but that'd be cool. If, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like they need to have a reunion at some point. Of course, like the audience I mean, would go yeah. crazy. I would go crazy. <laughs> I would too, dude. I lo- I love them in uh, Ragnarok, like that little moment we get with the, them being brothers. And he's like, uh, he's like, oh, we're gonna do that one thing we used to do as kids. And he's like, I don't want to do that. The throw or whatever. And he's like, help, <laughs> help! He's on my brother. And then he throws him like, that's that's family, you know. It's it's just funny. Yeah. Oh, that was so good. But yeah, thank you for the question. Do you, do you need to wrap it up? Uh, yeah, uh, soon. So uh, I mean, like one more of anything. <sighs> okay. Uh, let's talk about the Gray Man. Oh, I didn't even watch the trailer. <laughs> Oh, you didn't? Oh, uh, it's such a sweet trailer. We can we can save it. I can watch um, it real quick. Nah, let's wait till you can absorb it. Do you, do you have any Netflix suggestions for this other question? Uh, yeah, The Gray Man. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> oh, it is. A <laughs> let's do the let's do the question of the day with the uh, Derby. Oh, uh, okay. So the next question, Doobie Chan Dan asks: In the evening, would you rather play a game? Watch a movie or read something. Dude. <laughs> Ernie, what would you rather do? Play a game, watch a movie, or read something? Dude, game. I mean, I'm sure there's some people that play games, but you can get some games that are like a movie, honestly. Like uh, Last of Us. Um, uh, Uncharted. Uncharted. Uh, Freaking Days Tomb Gone. Raider. A lot of PlayStation games that I'm calling out, but there's some, some games out there that are like an experience. Uh, definitely, you know, because you're playing them, but also feels so well written that it feels like you're kind of reading a book and watching a movie all at once so it, it, there is some good stuff out there i say a video game based on just that alone but then again i do play some mindless stuff like some fortnite <laughs> and i that's my way to de-stress that's why my way of like oh, okay i'm kind of done with the day let's let's play some games but that that's me you know i do love movies but usually Nine out of ten times, I always choose a, a game. What about you, Mel? It's true. You do like for me, it, it is a de-stressor. Like you can have some sort of like a mission or like a just even like if you're playing Fortnite, you just do a couple rounds, right? And it kind of de-stresses you because you accomplish like many accomplishments. At least to me, for me, I think it goes back and forth because I like I get really into movies and shows, and like I want to sit there and relax and watch something. And then there's other days where it's like I want to play i want to play something and like accomplish something so it goes back and forth for me uh and then there are other times where it's like i really need to read something like i should it would be better for my soul <laughs> to like read something so yeah, i do that yeah. too no i, so I go back you, and man. forth I, it's funny because i i try to well i don't know if you kn- knew this but or know this I, I don't think i've told you i read every day i read articles on random things that just like i find interesting and uh, that's kind of how I start my day, <laughs> just to kind of like uh, it's always it's never like a book book. I just don't have books that I buy. You know, uh, usually I like my books to be audio. That way I can work out and do something. I have like I don't know. I freaking need to like be doing something when I'm doing something. So it's like that's why video games is like I love that because I'm able to do something while I'm watching and playing all that. But yeah, I'm always reading like articles on like movies or something like that or or games or you know, what have you. And that's kind of like what I do every day, just reading, but not not a book. I haven't read a book in a while, quite some time. But you're right. Sometimes it's good for the soul. It's like chicken noodle soup for the soul. Or what's that book called? That's right. <laughs> yeah. When I was doing the 75 day hard challenge, it actually forces you to read a chapter a day or it's like 10 pages a day or something like that. And dude forcing you actually made me read a ton of books and uh, i was i felt better after like reading through it like i i actually i'm with you i feel like i read better during the morning or like middle of the day than i do at the end of the day because the end of the day i'm like so tired from the day that it's hard for me to focus i want to be entertained i guess i've gotten to that point where i've my battery's drained and i just need to like relax but uh, i do enjoy reading and i I, it's usually like you know self-improvement books or like rarely is it fantasy fiction i prefer to like watch fiction than i do um but, but yeah that's a good question it definitely goes back and forth for me um i want to add something because I, I you know what i do read books every day dude i totally forgot you know i just i just stated that and and, and I'm, I'm i lied i lied to you guys i read dr Dang. seuss every day to my <laughs> daughter <laughs> i've been reading go dogs go what else? Uh, the iBook. Green Eggs and Ham. 
green eggs and ham and freaking it goes it's the or one with the who? monkeys it goes oh. hand picks an apple hand picks a plum dum diddy dum diddy dum 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 it's like rings on fingers rings on thumbs did i know those books really well now because i read them every day because we read to her every time before she goes to sleep it's like her little process i guess and they say that that's always good to do something like that and it helps them sleep and so we do that in like the books that we, we i like read every day and they're they're fun, dude. That's I love funny. those books. Yeah, dude. Horton here is a who's freaking long, bro. Oh, is it? It's a very uh, long book. Like, yeah, you don't expect it to be, but I think when you have a kid, like, there's a time constraint of a certain time you can do something, and so when you're oh, feeding, like how long? Yeah, how long you uh, you have? And that one's too long. They're too long, so you need to get the little ones. That's why they give you the aged ones, and uh, you know, obviously, hand hand fingers old. thumb, hand hand fingers thumb. Yeah, thank you. And it's a uh, one drum, no uh, one hand, one thumb, one thumb, drumming on a drum. Dum diddy dum diddy dum dum dum. <laughs> Is that the one where it keeps building? It keeps adding something each time. Uh, oh, those ones yeah, are fun. no, because it, uh, it it like randomly changes. I think because I have the little version of the book, it like it's not. I don't know. I've never read the big ones, but I feel like they take some stuff off just to shorten it. So. Oh, I think I'm thinking of uh, One Fish, Two Fish, Red Fish. Blue oh, fish. that one's that's a good one, too. I like that one. I like that one. Fox and Socks is good, too. Oh, yeah, Fox and Socks. That's a good one. <laughs> that's funny. Mr. Fox, sir. No, sir. Is the Lorax a long one, too? I that haven't one read another, that one, to be honest with you. Because they made that one in the movie, too. Yeah. Mr. Mister Brown Can Moo is a, is, is a pretty good one, too. Dang, we're just, I'm just naming a bunch of Dr. Seuss stuff. <laughs> this is because I really like Dr. Seuss as a kid, so I'm like, oh, I'm going to read it for my daughter, you know? Yeah. I don't remember this stuff, but I, you know, going back, I'm like, wow, this is pretty sweet. Let me ask you one one more question, just because you were on the topic of uh, movies and I, like chillaxing. Oh yeah. At Trin A Lease L E E C E Trin Elise, she asks Netflix suggestions. I need something new to watch. Is there anything you're watching on Netflix that you would recommend, or something you've seen recently? Yeah, dude, I'm watching. Uh, all of JoJo's Bizarre right now. Um, I'm not sure if I'm saying that wrong, but it's it's an anime. Uh, I don't know what she's into, the person who uh, asked this question. Yeah, but if you like anime, JoJo's Bizarre, I think they have like a, I think two or one new season that they did for Netflix. So you can watch that. That's I highly recommend that. If, uh, you know, you're not in the mood for that kind of stuff, I would say... Uh, What's that movie called that we just we just saw? I would say watch the Adam Project. That's the one I was trying to think of. We you know we talked about it. I actually I enjoyed that movie and, it, and it's it's a Netflix original. So it's if you, you're looking for something like that, I'm thinking if she's a, if this person is asking for Netflix suggestions, I feel like she's probably already gone through these <laughs> movies because like some of the the, yeah. you know, the newer stuff, it's like kind of hard to like uh, you know pinpoint. I feel like you got you ha- you would have to go back on like you know like some old stuff to really. I don't know. What are you suggesting? I know you don't recommend it, but I'd recommend Ozarks. If you haven't watched Ozark yet, just watch it. It's really good. <laughs> dude, that thing's depressing, um, dude. I don't know how you like watching that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you say that, dude. Uh, I think Old Guard was underrated. Do you remember that one with Charlize Theron? That was a good one. That oh, was a yeah, one yeah. back in the I day. didn't get to watch. That. I never got to watch that one. But you know, here's one. Here's a here's an honorable mention because we were talking about this uh, when we were talking about Doctor Strange. Watch Eurovision. Will Ferrell. Yeah, watch that one. Rachel McAdams, one. dude. I freaking love that movie, dude. I'm gonna watch that tonight while I fall asleep. The beginning is like, oh, oh, oh. They're doing like this sweet song, and I think, uh, I think the last song uh, they create is a, a song with Tiesto. It's like a remix of a song that he did. Sweet, sweet, sweet movie, dude. I, I mean. It, not the best, but I, I really enjoyed it. I, I would suggest that one. I think didn't Eurovision just come out like the actual contest? I think they just had it. Yeah, I think I think so. you're right. Yeah, because they had like this guy who came out and said some like really vulgar stuff, and it was like really hilarious. Was it in English or was it? <laughs> I think it was in English. Like he says like something like I don't, I don't know. I could tell you what he says, but I just remember hearing it. I was like, oh, that's hilarious. But it was like part of the show. I might be wrong. Maybe I'm thinking about something else, but yeah, it was that. I saw that. Someone posted it on Twitter. I'm trying to think of anything else. Yeah, dude, go watch yeah. Top Gun. I don't know if they just put it on, but it's on Netflix. The first one. That way you get ready for Top Gun Maverick when that comes out in theaters. Do you think 
You think I need to watch it? Because I've never seen actually. Or maybe I've seen it, but I don't remember it. I don't think you'll need to, to be honest with you. I feel like they, they'll. Uh, I feel like they're gonna change it up. I mean, there's gonna be little references here and there, you know, from the trailers that I've gathered. But yeah, I, I would tell, still tell you to go watch the first one. The first one's really good. I haven't watched it in quite some time, but when I was younger, I was like, dude, that's a great movie. I think I feel like I have to watch it because I feel like it's gonna be super nostalgia towards the the last one. So I might. But that's cool. It's on Netflix. It's a perfect time to be on Netflix right now. Do you think I need to watch uh, Power of the Dog in order to watch Multiverse of Madness? Yes, dude, of course. Because uh, <laughs> at some point, I think Doctor Strange mentions Bronco Henry. He comes out, and right? And how close okay. they were. And how he taught him how to ride. <laughs> and uh, He goes after Wanda. He goes want... after Wanda, dude. And Wanda's the one that killed... Over my knee. <laughs> Wanda's the one that, uh, that uh, killed off Bronco Henry, dude. Imagine there's like a, <laughs> a Western variation of Doctor Strange. The only other ones I would say, if you haven't seen Tick, Tick, Boom, I know no, nobody's, if you haven't seen it, I know Ernie probably won't watch it, but that one's really good. Big Fish is on there. That's all, that's always a good one. You'll never amount to anything. What does he say? I forget. He's, he's I'm a big fish. I freaking Ewan McGregor. What does he say, bro? You ever think that maybe you're not too big, but maybe this town is just too small? It's so sweet. And he has like an accent. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's a good one too. I have only seen that movie once because it scared me when that guy dies in the pooper. And oh. <laughs> and uh and I always thought that was a good movie, but I just never saw it again because of that thing. You're too terrified. Did you ever watch I'm Thinking of Ending Things? Was that the one with Jesse Plemons? That yeah, you that's liked? the one I talked about. Yeah, that's a really good one. I really like that movie. It's a little bit of a trip. You know, I, I think at uh, I ended up having to look it up after like what it meant and what's going on just because i wanted to get a little bit more context but it, it's a it's a really good movie like the acting is just so solid and you know just plums brother dude he's, he's sweet dude one of my favorites i need to watch that i haven't seen that one yet and that's a that's lot of suggestions list. sounds like you're just you know you're we're going through everything you know i i will i'm sorry i'm gonna say you need to watch inception bro i i know i do I'll, it's on there too huh i'll give you two yeah. things that are are, are fairly new that I've heard great things about, and I'm going to actually check out both of them soon. Uh, Jackass 4.5 is on there, and also Love, Death, and Robots. Uh, go check those out. Those are new. Love, Death, and Robots is like a new season. Yeah, yeah. So They've had yeah, yeah, multiple seasons. Yeah, so th- that's a new thing that just came out, and, uh, and I've heard good things about both. I've never actually heard about Love, Death, and Robots until now, so uh, not now, but fairly recently, and I've heard good things about them, so... Maybe you could check those things out. But yeah, that's uh, recommendations for the day. Uh, I think we should wrap it up, Ernie. Yeah, let's wrap it up. That wraps it up for today's episode. If you guys had fun with us, definitely subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Twitter at WatchfulTweets or use the hashtag WatchClosely. And if you want to, you know, jump into the conversation, we're there. We're talking. It's it's a good time. Ernie, thank you for joining me as always. Any other uh Lots of comments. No, I mean, as always, I would like to thank the audience for tuning in every week when we do drop an episode. I appreciate you guys listening. Uh, you know, and uh, definitely, uh, as Jason said, hit us up on Twitter and, uh, you know, get you know talk to us. I'm, I'm always there. I'm always on every day, dude, to be honest with you, dude. Uh, that's like my, my morning newspaper is Twitter. You know, I know there's a bunch of terrible stuff all going on in the world, but don't follow that stuff. Follow the stuff you want to read about. You know what I mean? Like the, the, the you have the choice to 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 not have to look at that. You don't have to focus on the negative. Definitely, you really don't. I think there was this saying or someone I had heard somewhere uh, that they were talking about this, but like the human mind can only take so much distress, and uh, that's why you know seeing all the world news and everything bad happening across the world and stuff. Sometimes it just it, it takes a toll on your on your soul and your your mind, you know. So focus on the here and now, and uh, you know, uh, focus on what makes you happy. I mean, you know, movies, right? I love movies. Follow everything movies. That's <laughs> my uh, suggestion to you guys. No, it's a good suggestion. I, I I agree with Ernie. Like, focus on focus on the things that will give you you know uplift you, so that you can uplift those around you. That's that's kind of what I my philosophy is like, you know, fill yourself up 
and then you can, <laughs> and then you can fill up the you know <laughs> your immediate family, your immediate circle, right? That's, uh, that's beautiful, beautiful. Well, the people said. you should well, focus on first. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for joining us. You made us all made it all the way to the end of the episode. Thank you guys. Um, we'll be back again next week for another episode. So until then, thank you guys again for joining us, and we'll catch you guys in the next one. Goodbye, friends. I wish I hadn't done it. No way, man. The biggest risk is not taking any risk at all.